Hello, my name is Sarah Rosa Davies, and you're listening to another edition of Emerald Recommends from the Emerald Podcast Network. I'm here in the studio with a bunch of different people. Who are you guys? I'm Nick. I'm an ANC writer for the Emerald. My name is Donnie, and I am a reporter for the Emerald. My name is Ryan, and I'm the podcast editor, so I'm Sarah Rosa's boss, I guess. Yeah, you are. <laughs> This edition of Emerald Recommends, we are going to talk about songs for Dead Week because that is quickly approaching and we're all kind of scared. I think Nick's going to start us off, so why don't you go into your first song? All right, so my first song is a Foil by the uh, electronic group Autecker, uh, and it came off an album called Amber in the mid-90s, and it's, uh, I think, just really kind of crazy. It's an album opener, and uh, it's nice and... I listen to, I chose it for Dead Week because I listen to a lot of electronic music because it's less distracting and soothing for me. So yeah. It's funny you find electronic music soothing. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> stressful for me. Well, it feels, I don't know, it's like cold and isolated and I feel like that kind of helps me get in a good mindset. So, yeah. Are there lyrics? Uh, no, not at all. It's all just a bunch of bleeps and bloops and glitches. So, yeah. Any lack of lyrics is going to uh, soothe me. That's what we need. Yeah, so let's listen to... Foil. <laughs> Foil, yeah. By uh, Autiger. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. That that always kind of blows my mind because it was done. I mean, uh, it was done like in the '90s, like early '90s almost. And it's like I imagine, you know, it's probably easier to make kind of music like that nowadays. But that was really kind of ahead of its time, and still is just really crisp and just sounds. Oh, it sounds kind of timeless to me, I guess. But yeah, I didn't like realize how a song could feel cold so when you first described it as that i was a little bit confused but it is cold without being like temperature cold if yeah. that makes sense it feels like i'm in like an isolated uh laboratory or something like that and yeah I just went through like an airlock kind an of airlock yeah it makes me feel dead <laughs> <laughs> that's a great feeling to have while studying donnie your your take i like it i think it's really good i think we should <laughs> I think we should add lyrics to it. I'm a big lyric <laughs> What guy. lyrics would you add? I would add, I don't know. What do you mean, what lyrics? Uh, you just proposed this, so I I'm thought not you a, had I'm not idea. a lyricist. <laughs> it wouldn't be me adding lyrics. It would be Kanye West, of course. Okay, any other thoughts before? Such a valuable uh, insight, Donnie. <laughs> oh, definitely. Any other thoughts before we move on to your song, Donnie? Uh, No. Not for me. This is so wise. I need to write down every single I don't know anything about that band. I, I think it's they sound they sound yeah. dope. What? It made me feel dead, so I think that works for Dead Week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, Donnie, what's your first song? My first song is going to be I Am Trying to Break Your Heart by Wilco. Sometimes I feel like school is such a slog that it is constantly breaking my heart and it's uh it's just always been a struggle. And that song kind of ends on a, a positive note, if you ask me, there is like a tinge of optimism to the song, even though it does have like undertones of, of sadness and getting your heart broken. So I, that's what I think Dead Week is. 
I think Wilco is a great band for Dead Week in general because I feel like Jeff Tweedy writes really sad lyrics, but they also have like a sense of humor to them, and it's a really dry sense of humor. It's right. like very, um, it's very wry. Yeah, totally. It's like Dead Week is gonna end, and you're gonna get a degree by the end of it, hopefully. Um, yeah, exactly. Hopefully. <laughs> so there is there is something to look forward to. It's not just like a, an endless pessimism. Yeah, there's like something at the end. All right, let's listen to I Am Trying to Break Your Heart by Wilco. An aquarium drinker, a assassin down the avenue. I'm hiding out in the big city blinking. What was I thinking when This song I, I would like to note is six minutes and 58 seconds long. That's a long song. That's yeah. That's like really long. More, longer than pop songs of the day. It's a it's a lot longer and it's probably it's longer than most students are going to be studying during that week. <laughs> That's really funny. Would you listen to a song like this while studying? Me personally, I'm such a lyric-driven guy. I can't really listen to lyrics while I'm studying. I kind of need something like Nick's pick. Yeah, well, it's interesting that you say that because I think Jeff Tootie's lyrics are so interesting too. Like I assassin down the avenue. In his book that he recently released, he talks about writing that lyric, and he was like, I was just trying to think of funny, like, alliterations while, like, he was, like, strumming on his guitar or something and came up with the lyric. It was kind of like he will just, like, mumble along while he sings, and those will become his lyrics. And I think that's super interesting because he said people, like, read into them a lot, and often he's like, nah, they're just kind of like me going, words coming out while he sings. Right, right. But they're still... I don't know. They still work. It's definitely the mind of like a person who can definitely just like riff on a guitar and still have it be really good. I think that's the sign of a good artist. And I wouldn't study to it, but I would listen to it after I study. Kind of that's as a relief. As a relief, yeah. Kind of driving late night music to me. That's interesting. I also mentioned while we were listening to it that it made me feel a little bit intoxicated. Sure. It was very soft and yes. That's all I have to say. Well, it's interesting because Jeff Tweedy really struggled with addiction, and I think oh, Yankee whoa. Hotel Foxtrot might have been a time around time where he was really struggling. I think there are a couple albums, Wilco's, I forget which ones, that he also talks about in his book, where like cert- there are certain times when he was like really struggling with his opioid addiction. So yeah, oh wow, definitely. That adds a lot of meaning to the song. That's really cool that you can read into that even after not <laughs> listening to one song from the band. I think you like Wilco Ryan. I think you would. <laughs> They have some really poppy stuff, but then there's also some kind of distorted stuff. There's some like really country, folky sounding stuff. Like he, um, Jeff Tweedy, who's the guitarist and lead singer of Wilco, he did an album. I'm sorry, I'm going on a little tangent, but of Woody Guthrie songs. Like, re- like they had found a bunch of lyrics that were old Woody Guthrie lyrics, and him and Billy Bragg did like a. It was really cool. They did a. They did an album, a couple albums called Mermaid Avenue of Woody Guthrie songs with like their own music. It was really, it's a great album. I'd recommend it. So Ryan, what's your song? Yeah. So like Dottie, I'm also a big fan of lyrics and music. However, I make the poor decision to listen to a lot of songs that do have lyrics while I'm studying and then I'll get distracted and then I'll get back to studying and I'll be in the groove for like five minutes and I'll hear a really good lyric and I'll be like, ooh. 
And one of the songs that makes me do that noise is Shotgun by George Ezra. I hadn't heard of George Ezra. Correction, I hadn't remembered who he was exactly until I looked him up on Spotify and saw that he had also sang Budapest, which was popular a few years ago. A song that I didn't really like, but I do like Shotgun. It's very slow, but it also has a small kick of pop in it. So here's Shotgun by George Ezra. Can I ask one question before you go into it? Why for Dead Week? It's just one of those songs that I just happen to be listening to while studying. It's slow enough to make me not want to dance while studying, but I will still get distracted by it. So maybe don't listen to this while studying. But if you can manage to not get distracted like I do, then I'd recommend it. So here's Shotgun by George Ezra. The sun ain't changed in the atmosphere. Architecture, I'm familiar. I could get used to this. Time flies by in the yellow and green. Stick around and you'll see what I mean. There's a mountain top that I'm dreaming of. If you need me, you know where I'll be. I'll be riding shotgun. <laughs> What? <laughs> this song is so funny. In the music video? I just, it, it did what exactly what I thought it was going to do. What? Which is this going to the... Like, have a, a specific break in it where it changes. I love Ryan for loving a song like that. Why? It's like, I'm only hearing that if Ryan's showing it to me or I'm watching, like, a, a toothpaste commercial. Okay, that is true. <laughs> that is really accurate. Also, the thing that I don't particularly like about the music video is that he doesn't ride shotgun in the car. He's like sitting like driving seat. That's annoying. That's I, I'm really pretty sure annoying. that's what happens. If that's, someone yeah, it's Ernest ah. should pay attention. Um <laughs> I was gonna say the thing that most was most interesting to me about that song was the panning that was happening at the beginning because we're wearing headphones right now and I sometimes that like one noise in one ear and one noise in the other ear doesn't come out and like listening to it on laptop speakers. And that was kind of interesting because often I feel like really digestible like indie pop like this specifically doesn't often have some of that like layered like, oh, we're going to play one sound in one ear and one sound in the other and then kind of alternate them or combine them together. Like that's not often found in at least this type of music that for me when I listen to it. So that was kind of an interesting nuance, I think, there. George Ezra had a good uh, producer, I guess, for when he was recording that one. Yeah, very deep voice that I think has really helped him through his music career. I thought he would look totally different when I actually, before I saw the music video. It's funny that you didn't know that he was the guy who did um, Budapest because that specific song, like I could pinpoint that voice. I'd be like, oh yeah, this is, and based on his sound, I'd be like, oh yeah, this is the guy that did that song. That's a testament (laughs) to my musical knowledge. I also have mixed up songs by like the White Stripes with like, what's his name? Ed Sheeran. Oh, Wait, the white stripes and Ed Sheeran. What? I was like listening to. Do you a mean song. the plain white tees and Ed Sheeran? Maybe. The white stripes are like. That seems kind of difficult to mix up. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Ryan. <laughs> white stripes is like Jack White, like kind Seven Nation Army. Yeah. <laughs> I I feel like yeah, I must have because that's what I've been saying for the last like two years. That you've mixed up okay. Ed Sheeran but, and. The- but once, possibly once Ed Sheeran and Jack White, cool. Yeah, but getting back to the song, are there any other thoughts? Yeah, I wanted to say something, because Sarah just said that she was really, she saw that drop or that break coming and kind of took me by surprise. Maybe I just, I've never heard that song before. Maybe I'm just, uh, you know, 
wasn't uh, paying enough attention to the <laughs> musical clues. But for me, at least, I feel like a lot of songs like this by artists like George Ezra, and then who's the other one? Um, he did the song. Uh, it's really Riptide. Is I don't it know. Philip Phillips? No, not oh, Philip Phillips. Okay. Riptide. Um, oh, I Vance Joy. Yeah, like this type Such of like this song. brand of like folky indie rootsy indie pop has a lot of those like hey you know snaps <laughs> or like um or they have these weird breaks in songs and often they come right before the chorus or like <laughs> Mumford and Sons you know it's There's, so happy I'm yeah. seeing every single connection now that you say it <laughs> with like all of my musical taste yeah. does this ever happen to anyone where it's like if a music if like music is too happy I feel like stupid listening to it oh yeah, yeah. I feel like corny even like hearing that yeah. song because but I just have it's this, like, like great Sorry, keep going. I don't think it's like bad per se, but if it's just like if something is too happy, I'm just like, oh, this is so unbelievable. Well, I'm just like a constantly <laughs> anxious person, so listening to happy music like that, I'm like, does anyone ever actually feel that way? <laughs> does anyone like yeah Target commercials? You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So but, like f- Target commercials, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love Target commercials. Yeah, I took this challenge very literally, and my first song for Dead Week songs is "Closing Time" by Semisonic. Because I'm thinking about the end of the term ending. Closing Time is a great song about, like, bars closing, essentially. And it's, like, a very it's a very popular song when people are, like, ah, going home from bars because it's got the lyric, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. And for some reason, my mind was like, oh, Closing Time is the perfect song for Dead Week because everything's starting to wrap up. And you're starting to feel a little bit of the freedom of, like going for spring break and everything and having a break from school but then there's also like a lot left you have to do so this is closing time by iconic minnesota band maybe not so iconic semi-sonic closing time turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl closing time one last call for alcohol, so finish your whiskey or beer. Closing time. Oh, I have heard this. <laughs> yes, I knew you would have. This is a fucking awesome song. Yeah, it's Yo, I'm gonna I saw to them. Spotify. I saw them play. I saw them play at the Minnesota State Fair years ago. Wow. They reunited for like one show, but now they're actually reunited. But for he, sure. Dan Wilson wrote Adele, Someone Like You. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what have I heard this in? I do really like the lyrics for this song. I do. I, think yeah. it's right. I actually read an interview with him recently where he was like, actually, the entering the world thing is about his child being born. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, it's a great song. Like, I think people harp on it a lot, but... Oh, I want to take me home. Just gotta finish the chorus. This is totally session. like you're watching like a middle school slideshow at graduation. <laughs> this is it's totally like the finale one of, those songs. of Scrubs. Too. Yeah. Oh my god! Yes. It's very iconic, like ending of something. Song. Ending of something song. Yeah. I'm gonna add it to my shit too. Unfortunately. Yeah, that's so dope. Honestly. Places who okay, yeah. You have that line that time for you to go out to the places you'll be from. I think is about his child being born if you think about it i made the comment that this song sounds like a song that you would hear during a slideshow at your middle school graduation which is so funny because it's about leaving bars 
Oh, so I didn't make that connection. Um, I'm get, I might retract that. Last retract call that. for alcohol. So finish your whiskey or beer. <laughs> okay. I once uh, this. I have a really vivid memory of that song because I showed up to a party my freshman year with some friends way later than we should have ever showed up for a party, and things were wrapping up, and we had like way more energy than anyone else <laughs> there, and they threw that one on, and it was kind of. That's a good song to like get people out of your house. I've heard it many times. It's a good song for that, really. Yeah, I've heard it like multiple times Closing. in that context. Yeah. yeah, I feel like with like indie kids, like yeah. it's like the <laughs> go home song. Please go home. Like, that's a that's a good that's interesting that you say that. Wow. It's like the uh, what is it? There's uh, I don't know what country this is in, but you like serve orange juice and it means like please leave my house. Basically, <laughs> I don't know. I don't I know. know. You that's have to fact check oh that God. one, but that's yeah. Funny. I thought you were going to say something. Thoughts, do I have any thoughts? (laughs) Donnie, do you have any thoughts? Um, We're waiting to hear them. Apparently I'm really bad at this podcasting thing. Uh, I really, really like it. I don't know why it feels nostalgic, but I've never listened to that song on purpose before. But I I have heard it and it feels like something, I don't know, it just makes me feel oddly good. Yeah, it's such a like it's, it's not a, such a comforting song. It's not. It's, it's not. It's a little corny, but, but it's like comforting in that. It, it's yeah. like a. It's like a good. It's like a good nostalgic corny. I think it's one step above like all stars. What's that? Oh, hey now, you're yeah, an all It's mouth. not quite. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. it's a little bit more above Smash. I think mouth. it's above Smash. It's mouth. definitely above Smash Mouth. Yeah, I'll say. That. I think it's good. Cool. I will say that it does make me feel good. Yeah. Unlike Ryan's song. Uh, okay, <laughs> I will say that the song feel at my middle school slideshow graduation was Payphone by Maroon 5, and that makes me cry to this day. <laughs> I didn't even like middle school. That's all I have to say. But you right. loved Maroon 5. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, let's get into your next song. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I don't know necessarily why I chose this one. I chose uh, Boys Latin by uh, Panda Bear, and it's kind of, it's just really soothing and it's kind of just this pulsating like kind of wall of sound and like some of he's like singing a melody and it's not really exactly lyrics for a little bit and then he comes in with some stuff that i don't really i don't know what it's about but it's a good just kind of it's like it's like if you're in like some kind of like a womb or something that's probably what you hear so (laughs) oh yeah we all remember that yeah i totally do (laughs) all right let's listen to boys latin by panda bear explain a bit more about that womb feeling um yeah i don't know i think uh maybe if in relation to the last song if the last one's like a cold isolated lab and then it's like you go into the next layer and there's a bunch of people in like kind of white coats but they're like taking them off and they have like comfortable clothes on and they're like are you okay like can we get you anything and then that's how it feels to me (laughs) so that doesn't have anything to do with the womb but uh i don't know i like the alternating that's a panda bear for people, I guess, who don't know, is also a member of Animal Collective, and that's, okay. like, kind of a signature, the alternating vocals. But on the solo album, it's like he's just doing it himself, but uh, I don't know. It's really, I like that. So it's like the, it represents, like, the good part of the lab? Yeah. <laughs> the happy part of the lab or the hospital? That good is an interesting word to describe it. It feels, like, more, cl- not clinical, just, like, 
Actually, I've ever used the word clinical. The song does? I don't think I'm good at that. We're describing songs, actually. No. <laughs> I'm just going to go it back feels Nobody's good at describing scientific songs. Scientific but creative. Huh. Yeah, it sounds it kind of like... Good. It's like a beach song to me if you, like, warp it through some kind of psychedelics a and also it's, like, made artificially. Yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. Like, if you took a Beach Boys song, but, like, from their non-psychedelic oh. period, and... Which is like not even truly psychedelic, but you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like if you took a like a really like surfy Beach Boys song and then just like adjusted it in a bunch of weird ways and added like some weird effects, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. So those are my thoughts, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's really interesting that you describe it like a lab. I, I kind of like yeah, that I feeling. Like that. It definitely is like this weird mad science thing going on. There's a lot of electronics involved, and like it's not. I mean, it's definitely not like just some acoustics. So it's like yeah. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. Donnie, what's your next song? Uh, my next song is Versace Will Never Be the Same Again by West Side Gun. It's a cold world, short kids, El Cavalli trenches. Drug dealers, recipe, desert squeeze. Fuck a bitch, once you never leave the shore, then better be. Minish your thoughts, hang a whip at a fork. All the your, some niggas stabbing niggas for sport. Go your briefcase. West Side Gun with two ends. West Side Gun with two ends. Uh, it's the perfect music for when you're done studying and you just want to relax. Best to be played at nighttime. Um, he really, to me, represents like the essence of like late '90s New York rap. He's I was almost like say, is that New York? Oh, New very York, New York. Yeah. You can. It's just like woven into the fabric of the song from the beat. He sounds like an old like Ghostface Killer. Maybe even like a you know. For the newer cats out there, uh, Action Bronson. Very Action Bronson-y, which is very Ghostface Killer-y, but West Side Gun actually just got signed to Shady Records, too, which is a huge look. Probably means he'll be shelved indefinitely, like all Shady Records artists. The album title is Hitler Wears Hermes 6. Yeah, it's the sixth installment of Hitler Wears Hermes. Interesting. I actually really like that. I'm usually not a huge hip-hop person, but I can kind of see myself get into that and kind of like relaxing usually hip-hop makes me feel kind of like and like yeah me too it's but, a it's a whole vibe yeah but i really i really liked this was almost it wasn't super um super aggressive no not at all it sounds like he is like sitting on his couch in his sweatpants like sunk all the way back just kind <laughs> exactly. of like speaking to the ceiling so yeah it does well thank you for introducing me to a new artist donnie that's what you're going to listen to when you're done uh, pretending to study. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or like studying for something I really like studying for, and then like in my classic like ADHD self, like not doing anything else because I can't focus. Right, right. <laughs> so shifting gears here, we're going to talk about a song that is even more poppy. It's Mind Eraser by Cruiser. I think it's new. I remember being surprised about it because yes. I was surprised I hadn't heard it. Do you like Cruiser? I don't know who those. Oh, <laughs> I'm well, excited for this though. I really I can't. It definitely leans more into the pop side of things, and it is a little corny, but I like it. And this is basically what my entire like Spotify is. So this is Mind Eraser by Cruiser. So tell me why.
sounds like to me every cruiser song if you mash them up all together. What? Every cruiser song. I've never listened. To this to is them. so wild to me. Really? Brian has such a poppy taste. I've like I've like it definitely sounds like a my commercial. social circle and everyone that I talk to just I just don't know anyone that listens to this kind of music. I know anyone who's happy it's so wild. To to this. Yeah, it's so crazy to me. <laughs> I actually oh really really so appreciate it. Depressed. Yeah, I just don't I like it. I like Target commercial songs. Um, you should like it. It's good. I should like it. I'd yeah. probably be better. I'd be a better person if I liked this music. <laughs> I don't know about that, Tony. <laughs> we like you the way you are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, this is I've like... I've had enough. <laughs> you've ha- oh, wow. I don't think I'm going to like what people are going to say about this song. <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty crazy. <laughs> I don't understand why... There are so many descriptions of crazy. Could you elaborate on that? I'm interested to hear. Well, I guess it's not... I don't know. It just feels like the kind of... Uh, I guess it is happy, but it feels like it's kind of more... It's like if I'm at a sleepover and like sleepover. I want to go to bed, but someone's like kind of shaking me and <laughs> like stay up. That's such a good description. Yeah. Well, it's like a good sleepover, but it's like I don't know if I'm like Are you in re- ready the for sleepover? it. Yeah, yeah, it reminds me of like when you're like a kid and like you're trying to go to bed, but someone at the sleepover is just like, <laughs> like like too many. I was definitely you know, that t- kid. Like, like, like just has, Mountain Dew. Yeah, <laughs> has so, had so much sugar, so many Doritos. They're like bouncing off the walls. Cool Rancherias are the best. Just gonna put that out there. <laughs> Sponsor us, no. please. <laughs> but Donnie, it, oh, it sorry. sounds. Like, I don't know. I've never heard it, but I've also heard it a thousand times. Yes, That's good. In yeah. every Target commercial. Maybe Target commercials are just like that. I mean, there's there's nothing interesting about it to me. <laughs> no, there isn't. Uh, oh I like God. that you like it, but it makes sense because you began the pod by saying you're not that big of a music person. And this is, it seriously makes sense. Like, this is the most di- like digestible, like easily to, to listen to. I don't know if I like this anymore. <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean either. No, I, I just no, don't I know what else to say. I think it's very digestible and like... If you're someone who's like, yeah, I just want to have music in the background and I'm, you know. Okay. Sorry, Cruiser. I think we would all be better people if we liked that song. (laughs) But it would also be like, I can imagine there being a horror movie where that's like the only music ever made. And there's people like walking around like zombies just listening to that. (laughs) Well, it's also called Mind Eraser. And I feel like I kind of want to erase my mind after (laughs) listening to that. I love Ryan for liking this. This is going to be my last want... appearance on Never Recommend. <laughs> I, I want the pod record to show that Ryan is a good person. Thank you. I appreciate he that. He just likes bad music. He no, did... I'm joking. I'm joking. My I'm last joking. appearance on Never Recommend. She's not joking. He's, he's blushing. I'm sweating. Maybe it's just so beyond, like, kind of, we can't really understand. Yeah, it's like beyond our <laughs> yeah. comprehension. Yeah, that. Okay, no. I definitely am no, an idiot. Let's downgrade Cruiser a bit. <laughs> Okay. All right. Sarah's Speaking a- of downgrading, uh, <laughs> my last, I guess this last song for this podcast is by the ever iconic Replacements, uh, who are a band that when they were active, you could have seen a show of them in the 80s and they would have been like the best band you've ever seen. Or because they were so drunken and so wild and so young on stage, they could have been the worst band and like the most downgraded band you ever could have seen. Uh the specific song I chose is Within Your Reach from their album Hoot Nanny. Uh, specifically, I chose Within Your Reach because it is a song that feels 
like it's like kind of like you're grasping grasping for like a good grade but you know you're not gonna get it but you're gonna try anyways there's kind of this passion to this song that i think is evident in a lot of replacement songs because of paul westerberg um the lead singer his songwriting where it's just like there's a sense of like reaching and wanting more but knowing not knowing if you're gonna get it because of yourself uh which is kind of sad, come to think about it. But, oh, yeah. Uh, this is Within Your Reach by The Replacements. Song keeps rising in the west. I keep on waiting for it comes to you. What'd you guys think of that song? You were talking over it. I really liked it. I, I will it. say that. <laughs> Is that going in the pod? <laughs> Us talking over no. it? Oh, okay. Good, no. good, good. No, I'd feel... just like, cut out that part and then actually put the song in. Okay. I f- would feel terrible. Well, <laughs> I was listening to the song <laughs> in the background. I, heard I did the like it. Yeah. I, I thought it was good. I thought that <laughs> it mixed like, I like how it was like kind of happy but it was had a slower beat, if that makes sense. Yeah. The replacements are really... I First of all, I don't listen to the replacements like nearly enough, but um, I don't know. They always have this feeling, and maybe you'll agree, Sir Rosa, but it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's like being drunk and sad. Like, do you know <laughs> yeah, what I oh, mean? Totally. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Which, it's being yeah. like partying and being sad. They're totally, they have this like mix of like wildness, but also this incredible sadness um, yeah. that not many bands can do so authentically, I think. Yeah, I think they're, I, I was thinking this, and I never really thought this before, but I mean, I'm sure people would agree, but I think a uh, very different band, but also I would say like as important as like the Smiths, I would say like the replacements, I think are just one of those bands. Yeah, one of those bands that like I think anyone who likes that era of music has got to know. Because The Replacements also are like a band that could have been so great but just really just dived and like did a nosedive in the end and just, you know, they ended up kicking up Bob- Bobby Stinson who was their guitarist behind so many of this amazing songs who he had he had a lot of problems with addiction and alcohol and um and mental health issues and they kicked him out of the band and then like they all had a lot of issues <laughs> and they made this amazing music that had so much heart but it also their the reason for the great music also was like you know one of their dem- reason for their demise are they from the 80s mm-hmm. they're from like uh, i'm trying to think when their first uh, sorry ma forgot to take out the trash tommy stinson who is the bassist uh was 12 when they started oh wow 12? Mm-hmm. That's oh, crazy. wow. Yeah. He's Matt Ox age. 1981 is their, I think their first album. I think Sorry Ma is their first album. I always forget. But, yeah. They're very, very, very much of that time. Are they American? Mm-hmm. They're from Minnesota. That's right. <laughs> Minnesotans. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just chose that song because I think it has kind of that, like, sadness of Dead Week. But, you know, the, like, feeling, feeling, like, overwhelmed and sad, but also, like, you're so close. You're just sure. so close. Yeah. I want to ask you guys what you think ties everything together. Like, what makes these songs all unite around Dead Week? I couldn't find anything. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, everything's very different. I yeah, feel like. but I, I, I like I that feel, variety. Sorry. I feel like there is... Hmm. 
I was gonna say they're they're all kind of like slower, <laughs> but then Ryan's kind of weren't. But they all they all kind of have a a tinge of optimism tacked on to the end. Like, oh, we're almost done. That's almost like a penultimate playlist. Like, oh, you're almost there to like the final moment. That's a good way to describe it. That they were all being... all very different musical styles, but there was a sense of like reaching, not to reaching for something. Like yeah. you're still mm-hmm. in the journey. The solution isn't made quite visible yeah. yet. The studying isn't done. Though right. we though we could just be reaching ourselves. But <laughs> I, I don't think so. I think that's a very good way to yeah. wrap things up. Well, yeah. I'm Sarah Rosa Davies. I'm Ryan Wynn. I'm Nick Castellan. I'm Donnie Morrison. You can find more Emerald podcasts on the Daily Emerald homepage on our SoundCloud or wherever else you get your podcasts. Please let us know your Dead Week playlist at ODE Podcast on Twitter or on our SoundCloud, or you can email us at podcast at dailyemerald.com. Thanks for listening.